Good morning, and thanks for tuning in to the Vine and Branches podcast. My name is Allie O'Neill, and I'm so excited to be back. It's been about two weeks, and I've been suffering a pretty terrible cold. I had it, got rid of it, then my son got it, and then I got it back, and it was tenfold. Um, So I'm finally getting to a point where I feel well enough to do my podcast again. So today I wanted to talk to you about suicide and depression. Because this has been something that's been weighing really heavy on my heart. I've been working with Crisis Text Line as a crisis intervention counselor for about a month now. And I've had 36 patients. And it's been insane because I came on on a time of year when people have certain emotions and feelings about the holidays that may not be a positive association. So... And of course, there are other issues going on as well. Now, as I've been talking with some people, it it just makes me really fear for people who are being bullied, who have depression, and who are dealing with suicide. And I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Crisis Text Line because I've had so many questions since you've heard about this resource and you want to hear more. And I want to be able to share that with you. So I'm going to do a quick, like a brief synopsis of Crisis Text Line for you. So Crisis Text Line was developed um, because they noticed that there was an interest for people to get counseling, but they didn't necessarily want to go into a therapist's office because at least the teenage and the millennial age range, they were feeling as if they were going to be judged and they didn't feel like they could open up. They also felt like when they were going to counseling in person that these people were telling them what they should think, how they should think, and also telling things that weren't helpful to them that they already knew about themselves, and they felt extremely judged. So the founder of Crisis Text Line was like, you know what? I've noticed through research that it seems really helpful to connect with people through text message because this is what they're always doing. They're always on their phone. So why not reach them where they're the most comfortable? So it was kind of aimed towards that age range, but we've had people from eight to 80 who text in to the line and it's absolutely amazing. So people have been asking me, do you actually text from your phone? Because that's weird. How can you be a counselor and just text from your phone? No, we do not. It is so much more than that. We actually have a computer database and a computer program that we use. We're not texting from our phones and we're not allowed to text from our phones. So this literally gives us all of the patient files, all of their information, referrals, everything that I need. So everything that any other counselor has, I have it at my disposal. I am just doing it from home. We also take some phone calls and we do a lot of outreach. So Crisis Text Lines does a whole lot more than just text people. Here's the thing. When it comes to suicide, this is amazing. Crisis Text Line is phenomenal because we are allowed to do active rescues. And when it comes to physical abuse or self-harm, we're allowed to do mandatory reporting. Now, like I said, I've only been working here for one month And I have seen some amazing things happen. And I think this is such an amazing free resource for anyone out there who needs counseling. So to know if this is for you, Crisis Text Lines is for anyone who is in crisis, period. 
So this could be from someone who is having a suicidal ideation and needs to talk to someone about it. This is for someone who's being physically abused at home and doesn't know where to turn. It can be for someone who just had a rough day at work and needs someone to talk to. It can be someone who's depressed and needs someone to listen. Literally anything can be a crisis to a person. It's something that gets them worked up, upset. They need an outlet and they need to talk things through. They need counseling. So that is what Crisis Text Line is for. We have veterans who text in who suffer with PTSD and other issues. And that's a a part of where my heart is as well since I served. And I love to be able to connect with these people and help them through what they're going through because I do understand. Um... So this is just a really great source, but especially for suicide. Um, So I've had at least seven cases where we've had to do active rescues. And it's a scary thing because sometimes you don't know how the situation is going to turn out. But I've seen Crisis Text Line save lives. When someone texts in and says that they have the ideation They have the plan, they have the means, and they have a time frame of when this is going to be committed. This is something serious. And a lot of people aren't taking suicide as seriously as they should be. They think that it's a cry for attention and that someone just wants someone else to care about them. But that's not the case. This is something that is really serious to the people who are texting in or getting counseling elsewhere. And it has been minimized. So we take it extremely seriously. And if they meet everything on the ladder up risk assessment, what we do is we end up active rescuing if we cannot get them from a hot place to a cool place, because that is our job to get people from coming into a hot moment where they're frustrated or feeling whatever emotion they are to a cool, calm place where we've put out a plan for how they will move forward And then we reiterate that plan and we send them on their way and they can always come back because we're there 24-7. So um, I've seen it save lives and I'm amazed by the ability for a, a resource to do such a thing for people. And I think that the issue is that People do not want to speak up when they have these problems. And this is why I have gone out to be an outreach advocate and I got put on the committee for accessibility because I feel that this resource is so vital and so important and can help so many people that the word needs to get out there. So when it comes to depression and we're talking about suicide and depression, A lot of people are scared to come forth and say how they feel, and they're embarrassed to go and get help. So people are letting this issue sink down deep inside them, and they're not getting a resolution, and they're not getting help. And there are some people in their lives, and you may be one of these people and not even know it, but are minimizing their situation and making them feel like it's not important. And that is absolutely the worst thing that we can do for someone who's suffering with depression or with suicide, is make them feel like they need to just snap out of it. They just need to get better. If you need resources on good ways to deal with people who have depression or anxiety or other issues like that. There is something called inspire.com. This gives support groups for people who are dealing with these sorts of issues. And it also gives you tips on how to help people in your life who are doing that. 
because it can be overwhelming when we can't associate with those feelings because we've never had them. And then we're trying to help the family members or the friends in our life. Sometimes we need resources. So inspire.com is a great place to start and get them connected and a community of people who have walked it, they understand it, and they can support each other. And this is free also. They don't have to go in for meetings and meet with people. This is private and it's something that they can do in the comfort of their own home. So I believe that a lot of this has to do with comfortability, with their comfortable sharing with someone else, who it is that they're sharing and how they feel about how they feel after they have shared the information. And we want that to be a positive environment for everyone. So I want to give you some takeaways on how you can help. The first thing is if you notice someone is suicidal or is depressive, the best thing that you can do is try to give them a resource. And I am going to say crisis text line. So 741-741. All they have to do is get their phone. They text it in. They will be put into the system automatically and they will look at the terms and conditions. They can agree or disagree. And anytime they want to stop the conversation, they would say, stop. Okay. And legally we cannot comment back to them. So then after they do get a little bit of information on what's going on with the person and the best counselor they can connect them with, what happens is they are put into a queue. We try to take three to five minutes until they're connected with a counselor. So if they're in that moment of crisis and they need someone to talk to, or if they just want to find more about what they're feeling, they can speak with the counselor. So they'll be connected with a counselor. They're going to have their conversation. And at the end, they will be given a plan of what to do from here. They will be given referrals of how they can seek more help and get more information and knowledge on this. And they will also be reminded that Crisis Text Line is around 24-7 and can help if they're in crisis again and need to get another plan if something doesn't work. So this is phenomenal. Um, and I talked to you a little bit what happens if there's self-harm and suicide, um, suicidal ideations that come on there as well. So that is a great resource. Another thing that we can do is we can point them towards other resources that we know of. So inspire.com is one. We have a full database of referrals. So if any of you ever need referrals to help out someone who's dealing with suicide or depression or anxiety or any mental health disorder, or even if you are struggling with it yourself and you need some resources, please feel free to reach out to me because I would love to give those resources to you to help you out so we can give them resources. Also, the third thing that we can do is we can be active listeners, not passive listeners. Now, this is something that I've said before. But to actively listen means to listen in the moment to what the person is saying to you. And passive is to be thinking about what you're going to say next in rebuttal to what the person is saying, or just thinking of giving advice. So be an active listener, not a passive listener. It's really important. The fourth thing that you can do is don't compare your situation to what they are going through. This is not about you. This is about you helping the person. And when you're comparing situations that can really put a person off and break that line of communication. And so many times we have quote unquote good intentions and we don't want to hurt their feelings. We only want to help, yet we're making it worse when we're turning it around and making it about us. However, 
since y'all are not counselors, it is appropriate in certain aspects to bring about your life experience. But how you should do this is you should ask first if they want to hear what you've struggled with because we don't just want to insert it. The fifth thing that you can do is ask if someone wants advice. Don't openly give it to them. You should be guiding the conversation in a way where they are leading and they're the ones who are figuring out the plan for their own life. You give advice if they're struggling and they're struggling to come up with anything that they can do. So ask if you can give advice. And the sixth and final thing is come from a place of non-judgment. You may not like some things that you're going to hear, but this person is opening up and being honest to you about what is going on in their life. You cannot spread this to other people because this is something they've confided in you in. And on top of that, we don't want to be judgmental just because it goes a bit against our beliefs. Many times for me as a counselor, there are things that are going on that I'm counseling someone for that I don't agree with. And that's when I have to put my emotions aside. And I need to think about the person's emotions that I am working with because it is not about me. It is about that person that I am counseling at the moment. So if I don't know if some social injustice is going on because that's when I kind of get peaked is when the social injustice is happening. I'm like, oh, this is going to be really hard for me. I have to remind myself internally that this is about them and I'm going to focus on what they're struggling with and their emotions, not the issue, but the emotions, because that is what we're there for. We can't fix someone else's situations, but we can help them navigate their emotions and hopefully get them to a cooler place. So I hope this information was helpful to you. I just want to close in saying that this was a short segment, but I feel like it's really vital and it's important for us to understand the resources that are out there and to be able to pass it on to people that we know could benefit from these resources. Crisis Text Line is 100% free and it is non-profit. It is a resource that is out there to help people in the moment of crisis when they feel like no one else can help. This is not supposed to be a personal attack on you if someone in your life doesn't want to talk to you about something. Sometimes they just need a trained professional who can help them through what they're feeling and then it then better helps them to open up to you after you've worked through that. So um, I actually am heading the accessibility committee right now and doing outreach, uh, being an outreach advocate. So if you know of a community, whether it is a school, if it's a base, if it is um, a support group, anything that you know of that could benefit from this, Crisis Text Line, we work really hard to get this information out to others to understand that there are free resources out there for them if they're struggling. Sometimes counseling is difficult for teenagers because they don't want to ask their parents for money to go in and see it, or they may not have medical insurance and they feel guilty for imposing financially on their parents. Some people that are, um, you know, that are older and they're on their own, they may feel that they cannot financially support themselves to go regularly to counseling. So this really is an optimal resource. So 
If you need more information on this, please feel free to um, reach out to me either through my Facebook or through my Instagram, or you can send me, shoot me an email at allisononeal at yahoo.com. And that's just my general one. And, uh, you know, if you know me personally, just come up to me, tell me, and I would love to get the chance to share this amazing resource with people. So I hope this is helpful for you today. I have a humongous list of things that I want to do for my podcasts. So I'm still working on some of the guests that I'm going to have that are going to be appearing on the podcast. We're trying to figure out some technical difficulty, uh, technical difficulty issues um, that may come into play for my long distance guests. So once we figure that out, I still want to get Caleb Lee on here. I'm really excited about that. My friend Mika Brown, um, that's going to give us some parenting advice. So we're going to be getting a little bit of everything in the new year, but it is still from a biblical perspective. Um, So I'm so glad you guys tuned in today. Sorry if it seemed more like an infomercial. That is not what it's meant to be. This is really helpful for anyone in any walk of life. And I really hope that you will share this information with other people. If you'd like flyers or anything like that, just let me know. I can get them sent to you via email or whatever else and some information packets. So have a wonderful day and I'll be speaking with y'all soon.